So let's talk about for a moment our ministry, this church, and the individual members of it to the body. In other words, to your brothers and sisters. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 through 16 says this. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. To prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, more there, but I'm not going to read it. Let me just say it this way. My job here is basically that of a carpenter. And you're the building that I'm working on. You're to be the expression of Christ. You're to be functional, productive, fruitful. And my job is to build you so that you do the work of the ministry. That includes ministry to one another. That includes Exhortation, comfort, edification, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and the first few verses. We're to speak into each other. Exhortation, edification, and comfort. We're to minister in the power of the Holy Spirit, which is the next thing that I would suggest. The gifts of the Holy Spirit and our particular unique giftings that God has given us for the edification of the body. 1 Corinthians 12:28 says, In the church God has appointed, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, Then workers of miracles, also those having gifts of healing, those able to help others, those with gifts of administration, and those speaking in different kinds of tongues. And in 1 Corinthians 14, 12, it says, Since you are eager to have spiritual gifts, try to excel in the gifts that build up the church. So to the body, there is this corporate expression, but there is this individual participation of each member in edifying the body and building up the body. And then there's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 and 20 through 26 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Colossians 1.29 says, To this end I labor, struggling with all his energy, which so powerfully works in me. Along the lines of ministry to the body, there's not only the corporate and individual and the Holy Spirit, but there's also, again, divinely called leadership. Under each one of these major headings of worship to God, ministry to the body, reaching out to the lost, I have listed the same three things, corporate or individual, Holy Spirit, and leadership. In this case, what is the role, ministry of the leader, in ministry to the body? Ephesians 4, 11 through 13 is clear. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So, in ministry to the body, my role here is to prepare you for works of service, to help you by training in the Word and urging you to discover and manifest your gift in this body. That is my role as a pastor, evangelists, and prophets, and apostles, 
do the same thing. They seek to train or educate to stir up the body to minister to itself. Because a healthy body is a fruitful, productive body. A body that is not receiving attention and care will be sickly, weak, ineffectual, unfruitful, non-productive. So it behooves us who are spiritual leaders in the office of pastor, apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, to fulfill our calling and ministry to the body. Some of us have experience in churches where the pastor preaches a salvation message every Sunday. And after you've heard that for about five or six Sundays, you get the message. Okay, I'm saved. Have you got anything else to say? Yes, we need to preach a salvation message, but we also need to train up the body as the leadership that God has called us to do. 